Welcome to the LoFi Crypto Podcast, a podcast looking to explore what's happening in the Solana ecosystem and cryptocurrency at large. As always, none of this is financial advice, so do your own research and join the conversation. And with that, let's dive in. Hello, Max. How are you today? I'm doing well, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a wild ride. Crypto space is uh, ramping up again. I mean, it's been doing that for a few weeks, but it looks like we're, we've exited this bearish period. Yeah. I, when you said exit this bearish, I was thinking of, of before you got to period, I was thinking of when, when Wally shoots off of through the clouds, through all the satellites. Yes. Uh, out into space. Uh, that, I don't know why that was the mental image that came to mind, but that was the mental image that came to mind. So uh, that's good to hear you're doing well. Uh, it's been a wild ride for sure. I think uh, we talked about this a little bit before. Where we kind of want to start this episode is kind of with a question uh, and kind of see where this topic goes. Of Max, you and I have watched Solana take off over the last three years, I think. I think it was when we first found it or discovered yeah, it. Yeah, I guess I guess it's been about three years since we were aware of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the when did the token actually go live? Like That's March twentieth. Right. Twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. Like right. like the week of, of COVID, basically. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Um yeah, it's basically when COVID really started all the lockdowns. So yeah, it's been you know a, a, basically a year and a half, and um, it's been it's been crazy because I remember. Well, so just to cra- finish the thought yeah. really quick, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah. just like okay, in the last three years, we've watched this project really, really explode and become a random thing in one place on a podcast to things that's making headlines and all sorts of large global relevancy. It's becoming really socially relevant. And the core question really being, what have you and I learned along this watching this roller or this this rocket ship take off over the last three years? Um, so dive into the thought you were in. Yeah, I guess like where the the part that is most striking to me on just like the broadest level is um, watching something go from a really smart idea that. I was really kind of blown away by get made into something and no one. And when they made it, no one was really sure if anyone would, you know, care at all. Mm. Um, right. I think it was, there was like anyone who knew about it, you know, this idea of Solana's protocol proof of history, it was compelling. It was interesting, but would anyone care is like the main question. And so there was really, and then what then happened uh, post-launch was kind of like this, if you b- build it, they will come kind of phenomenon. And, and the people came. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's kind of crazy. Um, you know, I think it it's a great reminder that you never really know what is going to uh, determine your success. Um you, you can have all these sorts of different strategies, different plans. You can assume it's one thing or another, whatever, for marketing or, or whatnot. Um, and the end result is maybe kind of close to some of those things or in between them, but it's probably never exactly what you ever anticipated. Um, 
and and it's been remarkable to watch. And now it's you know Solana's becoming you know it's a top ten uh, market cap coin now. So it's really like it's entering into uh, a new era of of a cryptocurrency in its life cycle. Um, yeah, it's just been it's been crazy because it's almost hard to even remember what it was like listening to like the first podcast we listened to of Anatoly explaining proof of history, Mm -hmm. just that on a broad concept, just like, you know, this is the idea of proof of history. And this is why we could theoretically, it was all theoretical at that point. Theoretically we'll have 50,000 transactions per second or per minute. I forget exactly. Per second. Um, Yeah. Yeah, TPS. Yeah. Um, And, now it's like it's not theoretical it's like literally happening um it's it's pretty mind-boggling to notice or to i I hadn't thought about this but it's it's a good corner of this thought how accurate they were and what they were aiming to build and what they managed to get out like so much of 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 crypto has been plagued with the past of crypto has been plagued with the like a day late dollar short of what a product actually is from what it's promised and I think that is, to me, why Solana feels like such the like the premier project of the 3.0 era is it aimed really, really high and has really, really delivered. Absolutely. Um, I think that's such an important point because that you're so right. And I don't think I even like I think I unconsciously more like felt this than actually understood its significance. But you're right at all stages of this, anyone on the Solana team talking about what they're building, it was always like, this is exactly what we're building and this is what it's going to do and this is how it's going to happen and we're going to do it in this amount of time frame. There is, it wasn't even, um, no, they weren't trying to convince anyone of anything. They weren't con- trying to convince themselves of anything. It was very just matter of fact. Like, this is what we're doing. There's a, there's a level of, of conviction and they just, they saw the path and they just built towards it. They're right. just laying the bricks on the road. And, you know, it, at first you're like, oh, well, is that just a the confidence one should have when talking about their project? But then behind the scenes, it's like a kind of a, a total madhouse circus. Um, and maybe that is still the case. But if you look at how then Solana pr- proceeds to like do releases and then they're like, oh yeah, we're doing a I remember when we first listened to the podcast, they're like, oh yeah, in two months we're going live with like the beta, you know, of our, you know, of our network. <laughs> it's like right. it was like, wait, what? You're yeah. like they operated, and I think this has to do with like they put in they put in the work in the years prior. Like they're completely in stealth mode for like, I believe three years prior to that podcast we listened to in 2018 Mm. um and so they had done a lot of the hard work um so they were able to accelerate at a pace that seemed uh almost unnatural but it's because of everything they had done prior Um, right but yeah totally it's totally amazing how they they've really they've been a project that's almost as like marched marched forward down their roadmap at a pace that i've not i haven't seen not even just in crypto, but like in tech companies, period. Yeah, it's remarkable. It's been, it's been remarkable. Yeah, seeing just how how just efficient and, and quick this process has really gone, even even including that, you know, 
uh, alleged like like something like three years of runtime before you and I are even hearing about it on a podcast. Like, that's still crazy. It's still really really fast, um, especially to where it is today. You know, it, it's interesting how you see things grow in that sort of like. I mean, I guess it's it's the same thing. It's like your exponential growth curve. It's like you're massive or it's like nothing moves for a long period of time. And then it just starts to climb and just shoot crazy up and it'll level off and there will be, you know, repeated, you know, periods of movement and, and stagnation. But seeing uh, this community take off over the last, I pick any cadence you want week, month, quarter year, like all of them I think are really remarkable uh and to see where it's at now is is like the first time i'm really considering solana to be like we're truly in a new era Mm. of what's possible and what crypto is really going to look like um like now the idea of of solana being in the conversation with someone like bitcoin and ethereum to me is like it feels like the next inevitable step uh, just from the meteoric, meteoric rise, as well as just like really sound fundamentals slash like good product. Uh, yeah. it's, it seems just, uh, like we're not anywhere near slowing down in terms of the community growing more NFT projects, other entire new industries forming. There's just so many pieces that are getting built uh, there's just like such a sudden influx of new people, um, which has isn't necessarily always a good thing. You know, you and I have seen uh, from personal experience things moving or growing too quickly, causing a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so it's something. But I think it's it's interesting where that this is a whole tangent, but um, in many ways, a decentralized uh project of some sort is the only way you can actually uh continually accelerate um because you can always it's almost like you're you're delegating um tasks and responsibilities at a certain point you're you're allowing for uh a, a, a fork to occur basically and to evolve and transform you know into a new product and uh, maybe it acts me a fork is maybe too much similar to other crypto language. It's maybe more like a mutation, yeah. but it's a really interesting idea of like a centralized company that needs, um, you know, more of a hierarch- hierarchical structure and, and governance. Uh, it can it can move too quickly, and right. it can lose pace with itself, and that can be really damaging. Yes. Um, so yeah. you're, you're right. I think that's that's one of those ideas that I would have considered historically to be like a wall of business. And maybe like there is an element of law of nature here, but I think the decentralized component is definitely going to have, we're going to see a different process or outcome. I don't think outcome really even exists in this thought, uh, but just like different evolutionary process of what a community is. Uh, due to it being able to scale the way it does in a sort of the yeah. permutation way that it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would love, 
It is. And I would love to one day talk to um, Raj or Anatoly about this, because I wouldn't be surprised if even today, like, or maybe even a few weeks ago, like Solana is a, is a, or very clearly is a currently a fraction of what it will be in just maybe a month or two. Um, I bet you they already today feel completely like outpaced yeah. by the entire community and everything that's being developed. Um, that's I, no doubt in my mind. That's the impression I'm getting because with things moving as quickly as they are, you, you have to get your news from somewhere. And so the reality is, is like, are you on Twitter? Oh, <laughs> yes. Cool. Well, then you're probably finding out as everyone else is finding out. Like, yeah, there's going to be exceptions to that rule. But mm. like, considering how decentralized the space is, why there's, there's no suggestion that there's going to be some like, you know, internal like bulletin board. There just isn't anything like that. Hmm. I wonder how terrifying that is because it's like you basically birth something and send it into the world, but then it's like it's like a child who's like at like it's Frankenstein. Age, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Frankenstein. Yeah, it's, it's like it's not even one years old, and it's like I'm going to grad school. I've learned everything I learned. I could learn. I need to learn more, and then it's like starting a business. And you're just like, yo, you were like not walking a few months ago yeah 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 like yeah you just you just learned what a car is and now you're trying to like you're learning how to fly an airplane at this yeah, point right 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 <laughs> you learn what a car is last week and this week you're flying an airplane yeah, yeah that's what it feels like and i think the reality is 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 this really does illustrate the the whole wild wild at west uh like uh nomenclature for the space because like we're seeing new strange ways for things to fall over that you and I've never conceived of before. Uh, and that's happening in real time. And I think you and I talked about this a little bit. Did we talk about this on last week's show? We can skip over if I can't remember if we did there or not is um, the idea of what's interesting. What I'm seeing is these communities are willing to squint a little bit mm. and forgive some of the mishaps or mistakes or, issues that popped up in some of these crypto projects and it's interesting because it's showing a, a community being willing to being forgiving and some of the like permanence the negative consequences of permanence that we were sort of you and i think were raised in the crypto thought to be like tough shit uh is actually a bit more forgiving um, and maybe for better and for worse, because at the end of the day, you know, you, you can't take the people out of the system. Um, but uh, uh, where was I going with that thought? You can chime in if you have anything on that. I mean, I think you're right. Like, I think the idea that these com communities are, you know, they they see where the the ship is going. And so the bumps in the road. They don't really matter. If there's a bunch of bumps in the road consecutively, there might be some problems. But most of the time, you're right, like in terms of the ability for community members being willing to squint um, speaks to their belief in kind of like the vision of a project. Right. Which that within itself, like this is such an interesting thing is like, I actually didn't know if I believed prior to this new era of crypto. I'm not sure if I would have actually believed like two years ago that you could convey 
a, what is equivalent to a company vision to like motivate employees to work towards a common goal. I, I'm not sure if I would have believed you could do that to kind of a, a community of people just on the internet. I, I think this, the concept of what a, a, a company is and in, in the role it serves of kind of, you know, having a leader that communicates a clear vision for the future. And then a bunch of people come together, and work towards that goal. Um, that's kind of existing right now in the, in a decentralized format with these different foundations. And um, it's quite remarkable. I don't even think we, I don't think there's a conclusion even to kind of draw here. It, it, we, it's so early. We don't even know what's going to happen, but um, it, it seems like there's going to be uh, a new, a, a new structure for, not even just businesses for people to organize under that we have, we've never seen before. Um, yeah. And with yeah. capital and mechanisms to actually like amplify the, the capability or influence or manufacturing or whatever of the commonality of the community. I yeah. mean, you like you and I've talked a lot, a lot about communities over the years. And I think you and I have a, a very complex picture of communities um, not one that is simple to define or even necessarily like no two communities are the same. And, but ultimately recognizing that they are productive encounter or, or a negative produ- productive uh, community. So it's an interesting problem that I, it's cool to see at least crypto have some golden age era of it so that there's something to reference. Yeah, um, Absolutely. You know, you you've talked about uh, how there's like a golden golden age at at like an age of of I don't know what was the original context like what what rule do you follow for the whole golden age thought you have? Well, the golden age of of like a company or a business is when it has suddenly um, it, it has a ton of money, it's a ton of capital, <laughs> and <laughs> doesn't actually have really any real world responsibilities. It's essentially the college years of a company. Um, that's how I would describe it. Those are the golden years. And after that, it's all downhill. Um, you know, the company has to actually make revenue. That's the kid graduating, having to go into the workforce. Um, <laughs> so we witnessed that at Twitch when we both worked there. Um, and uh, the, the I think the analogy holds pretty true. And, and so I agree. I, I, uh, I'm glad that crypto is having these golden years. I do think, you know, I think what you're mentioning about community is a really good segue to kind of something I've been really kind of thinking about, which is we've both talked, and this is relevant to even just mentioning Twitch. We, at Twitch, we, we've paid a lot of attention to, you know, communities and ways of creating an ecosystem within a community that is, um, feeds itself and positive role models and allowing communities to have, you know, a clear, you know, uh, identity and uh, a banner to rally around, whether it involves a brand or a goal or just something they all collectively enjoy. And there's, I'm realizing that, you know, that's all true and can absolutely exist. And we've seen it exist on Twitch. But there's been a piece that's missing that kind of completely, it's like a little piece and it completely transforms the whole thing. And that is the idea of like a community having control, maybe not control even, but um, the ability to leverage capital in some ways. 
right. then a financial incentive. And I think this is a really interesting component is we've always explored community incentives from the emotional layer of, you know, community, you know, uh, emotional equity in a project, in a role, um, in an experience. And that's extremely valuable. Um, and I actually think where we've spent a lot of time, you know, being mostly in that that area, the emotional equity piece is, you know, I think actually the more important piece, but a really convenient piece is <laughs> financial incentives and yeah. uh, like literal, uh, actual like financial equity. Um, and the, the key that like that, um, in my mind, like uh, the, the switch that flipped was, oh, that's, that's the starter in your car. You know, the engine will be will be maintained and, and run by, you know, gasoline, air and com- combustion. And I would say that's more of the emotional piece. That's the identity piece and like what it means to you um, to be a part of a community. But the the uh, a little electric starter that gets the engine turned over, that's money, man. It's capital. Like you want, yeah. If you want someone to do something that they're like not sure if they want to do or they don't want to do, you hand the money. That's yeah. how that's why people do work. Um, so it's this idea that you can kind of like start a community to work towards a goal. You, you throw money into the mix and you can just like, you can, it can start on day one. Yeah. And instead of this, um, you know, where previously I think it was kind of like create the environment, pray a bit. And then like, it often works out actually surprisingly it works out at all. Um, but this kind of completely transforms kind of that whole dynamic it it's it's wild to see yeah it's um i didn't really i mean like you and i've had a lot of conversations about capitalism and and opinions about it and frustrations and interesting pieces about it and all sorts of thoughts on it and it's at the end of the day it is really amazing to see what capital does to innovation and i mean that extremely broadly like you know for a while, computer the only reason why computers are moving at the growth rate they are is because of the amount of capital being put into them. Like the second batteries became an, an important technology, conveniently a bunch of money starts throwing, or you know, a bunch of money gets thrown at it, then conveniently the quality of life or efficiency or battery density or whatever. I don't actually know the measurement of unit you know, measurement for quality of batteries, but uh it's doubling or it's moving in a trajectory that's similar, similar. And it shows how much capital really is a core component to uh, ideas being uh, developed, perpetuated industries, forming dynamics, yeah, pace and, of innovation. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there might be a me, ceiling, but to know that you are at that ceiling, you, you got to spend a lot of money to find it. Right, right. Like and Moore's so, law, you, you're gonna, you're only gonna get there if you spend enough money to actually find that ceiling. Right, right. And so, uh, I do feel a little bit like this, like cryptocurrency right now, especially some of these communities, is someone driving a Ferrari. Like you know what you said, flying a Sean, plane, and a, they learned a Ferrari, <laughs> not a Lamborghini. Really? They, I, I don't follow the memes, Max. You know this. <laughs> uh, uh, Lambos. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. They are, they are piloting a rocket ship being shot to the moon when they learned what an automobile was for the last, last week for the first time. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. That feels like that's really happening right now. And I think 
the idea of there being a possible negative consequence of that, I think I would assume you and I are assuming is inevitable to some, yep. some degree, maybe small, maybe large. I, I don't even think it's on the um, spectrum of potential as much as I think it's been happening. Like I think right. um, just to briefly speak to kind of some current events is people getting their wallets swiped because they sign, um, you know, a smart contract that they, you know, didn't read obviously because who's going to read them, but they, they, you know, they were handed a link that was, um, you know, a, a link that was not the genuine uh, link for minting an NFT, for example, and they basically lost all of the contents of their wallet as a result. So I would say that's a, a literal thing that's happening today. That is a right. result of the rocket ship and it, the, the rocket ship being literally in, in, uh, uh, in one of its stages, it's literally blasting off and we're building it, um, in real time as yeah. it's flying through the atmosphere. Yeah. And like people are realizing, Oh wait, there's no oxygen up in space. Like, Oh, we need spacesuits. Like that's kind we of, we should where probably make some spaceships <laughs> before we, we leave all air. Yeah. Right. 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 We've got, and we've got a little bit of time before, you know, while air is still around us, hopefully, uh, the, the problem gets solved before we, uh, we don't have air anymore, but so, okay, let's, let's zoom out here. So the community side of, of salon has been really interesting over the last three years because, for the longest chunk of that, it was Anatoly and like, that's it. And that was like the only voice you really heard. There was a Solana subreddit, but it had like a hundred people on it and no one talked about it. And, or like, it was tiny. Can I, can I mention this little story that I just thought of? Like, yeah, I remember it was really tiny. I remember um, you telling me about a Reddit discussion where they're exploring the idea of a Reddit community leveraging a blockchain in some ways and they were exploring potential um cryptocurrencies that they could leverage and i remember you mentioning solana and a bunch of people on reddit just completely completely obliterating your comment they're just like what the hell is this like you shill blah blah, blah. wouldn't yep. even entertain the the technology of it i just remember well, that being very funny that's kind of the weird interesting part about solana is every step of the way kind of does feel too good to be true like what's the catch Right. And like the reality is the catch is read write times are or correlated. If you have a really fast write time, your read time is much more complicated. So you can move that problem. But I don't think the the philosophy Anatoly took, which is like get the write done, sort out the read after the fact. That's like the reads the write is more important than the read. Um and I actually agree with that. And so like that even being the only uh negative really that we found. I mean, there, there will be more, but maybe not actually inherit to Solana, just inherit to the space of cryptocurrency as we learn more about it. Um, but it felt too good to be true. And it's like, how am I, how are you supposed to interact with someone and say, hey, this thing that you're really excited about that can do, you know, 20 transactions per second. Well, this thing that's coming out, it can do a thousand times that. Like, that just seems fake. Like, yeah, no one's going to believe that. Yeah. Uh, or what's the catch or what's the scam or whatever. Uh, so it was surprising to me for how long you and I knew about it, that it didn't catch as much popularity as, as uh, it has like now. No one yep. seemed to really care about those pieces of information, even after it had launched. You know, Do you think that was entirely just the 
exactly what you're talking about the idea of like oh there has to be a catch there has to be a downside of like not actually trusting the technology or even even looking into it like what why do you think it's taken this long because even now well okay i'd say even now solana's within the top 10 market cap and i feel like people are only starting to check it out and to maybe consider it and like to me that seems insane because it's like you know three years ago i was like this is the future right right yeah uh uh you so what's the barrier like the question is like what like what is is a psychological thing that's prevented people from really investigating it oh i actually okay i have a thought there i think it has a lot to do with the second half of the two, the crypto 2.0 era which i describe is everything from icos on mm. which is all of a sudden there weren't just 10 cryptocurrencies there were 5000 cryptocurrencies mm. and mm. the well was overnight <laughs> yes overnight yeah. literally overnight and a lot of them were stupid like jesus coin where one one token equals one prayer and a you lot didn't of buy them that? I did not. I tried to buy Jesus coin. That was what like about cum rocket. I do not own any cum rocket, but I do have friends. So I do not have to <laughs> disclose it, disclose any cum rocket, uh, uh, ownership. Uh, but the thought I'm really saying here is like, uh, also for Dylan, I don't think cum rocket should be, uh, censored. It's the name. Yeah, of we're not token. censoring cum rocket. That's the name of a cryptocurrency. That's yeah. not a, there's nothing inappropriate. There's about nothing that. derogatory about that. Uh, uh, I think really there was just that much fatigue in the crypto 2.0 era at that point where, yeah, there's a, th- I can tell you a thousand of the projects that are going to, that are promising what this is, but don't actually have anything behind, uh, it to make it happen. Yeah. And so I just, I, I think really the sentiment was like, it took Solana actually kind of again in the earlier thought starting and someone probably get mad at me for this and they they're right but like to me kicking off the 3.0 era of crypto for people to realize that there the 2.0 era 2.0 era wasn't wasn't the, the end of the road like there were new bigger things going to happen and i think we're actually still we're, we're still so you're so just so i'm understanding yeah. the terminology here you're saying 2.0 does include some cryptocurrency it includes some so crypto- when you like when you're yeah. saying 3.0 being kicked off with Solana yeah you're drawing oh. a line basically saying that so ethereum and bitcoin are included within 2.0 is that yeah. how you're thinking of this yes yes just to walk through the thought there I, the idea being of bitcoin anything that copied bitcoin is is sort of like 1.0 and then ethereum and anything that's sort of copied or built on top of ethereum i consider part of the 2.0 era and then the three point how does that parallel with web web 1.0 web Dif- 2.0 I'm, web 3.0 totally different thing okay maybe cool, cool. maybe With instead different... of maybe maybe i should change the term then there to like eras versus like the 1.0 2.0 3.0 because i the terminology can be confusing there you're right yeah i, th- I consider all the crypto 3.0 and of of web 3.0 yeah um Got it. Yeah, I just want to make sure we got yeah. that terminology correct, just because I, th- there's so many, so much discussion of like Web 3.0 is is the direction we're headed right now in the crypto space. Um, right. Uh, which is, I actually do think that's a decent way of, of measuring the progress here. Um, but so again, just anyways, to bring back, back to your point. Yep. Yeah, just that I think that's the reason why Solana took so long to take off. I don't have another better explanation. 
Um, do you have any other thoughts as to why you think it took so long? It being unbelievable, the the fatigue of the that era. I think there's a bunch of. I mean, like, I, I okay. I think that the 2017 like massive explosion of altcoins was incredibly exciting, and then burned a lot of people. And I I think it did burn there a lot is, of people. Yeah, and I think there's a decent amount of trauma from that, and it made everyone, everyone learned a good lesson, which is do do the homework and actually look into the project. Is a project that's going to put the effort in to build something meaningful? Is it going to actually change something, or is it a clone or a copy or jumping on the bandwagon here? And you know, and to our friends Nate's uh, point. Um, you know, skepticism is extremely healthy and I could not agree more. And so I think a lot of good things came out of the crypto winter um, that yeah. we experienced. And I think I would say that all the projects that I'm really interested in are projects that either survived the crypto winter or were born in the crypto winter. Um, <laughs> so and that's even Zodiac, more remarkable. In the Zodiac sign, what does that say about a... a- uh, a cryptocurrency if it's born in a winter month um if it's born in a winter month they're extremely strong they uh feel absolutely nothing in terms of pain and will destroy anyone in their path to succeed yeah that's the i just read that off of the the crypto zodiac um, <laughs> dude horoscope page <laughs> that's that's too funny uh yeah it's it's been interesting to see you and i've commented also just on the community lens like the relationship to the newcomer to the project and how many times you and I've seen someone show up in like the Reddit Solana and be really excited because they're really new and they're excited where it's going to go. And then that keep happening at all of these different levels. Um, And it really goes to show like being on the front end of a community is maybe that's a good read for it. Like if, if the newcomer still feels like they're new or they're like mm. early, it says something about the larger project or the longevity or it says something. I'm not really quite sure yet. No, you're right. Like there is something about that's a, such a good point. And it's I think it's so difficult to really quantify, um, I guess, the factors that go into that feeling. But you're right when you because the community is perpetually growing. You know, anytime after you have two people, it's the community is growing and you can find, you, you know, there's still people that um, like, like take, take smartphones for, uh, for example, right? Like when there, like even there's probably still people today somewhere in the world that are having, getting a smartphone for the first time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, wow, this is wild. This is a crazy technology. So you know, even something like a technology that's been around for, you know, a, a very long time from technology standpoints um, is still finding growth opportunity. It's not a new audience and they're still jumping on board and being like, oh, wow. And they have that experience of like, oh, this is, you know, either this is uh, something that serves a, a purpose and it's a tool or it's a, something that has potential. And I think that's kind of how I frame it in my mind of, oh, I see what this is and it has no further growth. It either works for me or it does not. And so it's a binary, you know, uh, answer. It's like, it's this or this. 
And with something that has actual growth potential, it's a, it does this, 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 and then, oh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the dots down the road of how this could serve me. And then again, that goes more to the potential. And I think that's when it feels more of, oh, I'm where I am today is, is still the beginning. And there's still more road into the future that goes beyond where I have the ability to even see the end of. Right. And so I think it's, it's more of almost like how much further can it go is what invites the sensation of, oh, I'm at the beginning, even though you may be, you know, the millionth person to be joining a particular, you know, community right. or, or project. Right. Right. It's, uh, it's fascinating to see and fascinating to see how long that's been the case, at least thus far for Solana um, and how quickly that's like taken off. Uh, it's interesting to see a community form. Uh, it is. And I think in, in to that, the, the point that we were kind of, I guess, you know, working to, or, or I guess the, the implied point, a slower growth um, is almost ideal. Like to you, you almost if you have a lot of potential, you almost deliberately want to delay the the ramp up to exponential as much as possible. Mm-hmm. You want to like your growth spurt. You want your growth spurt to be as late as possible. Then you'll yeah. be really tall. You'll be like as tall as who's who's a really tall person, Max? Um, Eric Torkelson. Eric Torkelson is a really tall person. Yep. You want to yeah. be like that. I want to be that um, tall. Me too. One day I'll be like a Viking, um, like Eric. Um, right. But, but yeah, the, I stretch the community. Yeah, the growth spurt out of within a community. Yeah, because I think you basically you want you want to pack as many people onto your rocket ship as possible. So you want to delay that, and it's such a this is such a strange thing to even talk about because what does any of this mean? Yeah. But 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 like there's a real feeling of like. If you, it, it's crazy because like, like, okay, look, Twitch is a great example. We were uh, working at and aware of Twitch at a bunch of different stages in its growth. And even now, I think a bunch of people are, you know, huge either fans of Twitch, like users of Twitch or even Twitch broadcasters that feel like the platform and even the format of content is still in, in, in its infancy. Right. And so... There's a no matter how big something gets, there can still be that feeling of excitement to, for what it can be, mm-hmm. and I think that is a critical thing to like maintain the health of, and it's not necessarily like for even financial you know gain or or for you know marketing purposes, but it's more from like a community seeing the potential and and maintaining some enthusiasm for what they're creating and building towards. Um, and I think you want to delay that. The reason that's valuable is you're coalescing the the kind of a you know community kind of like zeitgeist towards what it could be. And I think the the more people you can kind of pack in to like the shared vision, the the more kind of like stored energy you get. Mm-hmm. So when you get that kind of like great expansion point you go farther. So it's like a lot, it's like a launching effect almost. Yeah. God, uh, I think, I feel like I sound like a crazy person <laughs> talking about any of this shit. 
I mean, like, you're, I feel you're like it the, makes sense to me. You make sense to me, but you know that's not saying that much because we have this conversation all the time. That's a good point. Or, or use this, this language a lot. I have one last question for you before we hop off here, which is of the criteria you used when you were evaluating projects that led you to believe Solana was a good project. And you're like, this is a good bet. This is a project worth following. What, now that we're four years or three years past that point of this is a worthwhile thing to learn about, study, what, what do you have to say about what you use to evaluate projects now? Mm. Now seeing the success of some of the criteria of working through that idea. Yeah, I, I would say that um, what's changed is... I, to me, what matters today is not on the fundamental protocol level. I'm, I, I think we're not going to have many layer ones in, in the near term. We'll have maybe new layer one, um, you know, protocol level, um, you know, tokens in, in maybe five years, 10 years. I, I think we're not going to see those very often. Um, because they have to make meaningful different changes. They, they have to be significant upgrades yeah. um, in some capacity, performance, security, whatever. Um, so right now I'm entirely, you know, I think the landscape is, is only a landscape, a landscape of layer two, even layer threes at this point. Um, and so what I'm looking at is how critical of a building block is a project contributing to the space. And we often will use the analogy of like Legos because I think that really is it. it like if you build a, a, a fundamental Lego block and then every you know preceding Lego is built upon yours, that, that uh, kind of is a measurement of a very valuable project. So right now I'm really looking at like fundamental building blocks that go above and beyond just layer one. Um, and so I'd say like a great example of that is Serum built upon Solana um, and Serum being, a, you know, a order book um, that, you know, Radium uses, uh, Mango uses, Orca uses, you know, that's a great example of a, a Lego block that everyone who's making a DEX is leveraging. And even people who are making games now are leveraging that. Um, so I, those are the most interesting, like, you know, Star Atlas is totally crazy, ambitious, super exciting. You know, I hope that game actually gets made eventually, but that seems, um, it's a little and it's a little too ambitious and down the road for me to be particularly interested in. And what I'm way more interested in is the near term um, building blocks that are fundamentally going to change the building landscape of the future of a of a, an ecosystem like Solana. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good answer. Um, what do you think you got right about that era, which was was fundamentals uh product design what in what, terms of like placing bets like on solana yeah well yeah what yeah what sort of what was the piece that was the most 
that hooked you the most and ended up being the most like important piece to get right? Was it just purely 50,000 transactions per second and what was possible with that? Or was it, it something was, else? It was a combination of the potential of that trans, like the, the idea that a blockchain could do something to a degree that no other blockchain was talking about, like, like orders of magnitude difference. It was like, whoa, like, I don't even know. At the time, I didn't even know what that meant. Like, right. 50, like okay, like more than Visa. I was like, that sounds like a lot. That's crazy. And it right. seems like it solves a problem. Of just like, I don't like waiting. But I didn't know if that mattered, really. But I, it, I knew that it was doing something on orders of magnitude greater than the other, you know, like than Ethereum, which is the, the biggest and best, you know, smart contract platform at the time. And so I was like, well, that's a big deal. Um, and then when it was explained as to how it did that, I barely understood it. I had to like listen to this podcast over and over again to, and then had to read the white paper as best I could to really understood how it did that. And to all of, you know, like I, I put a lot of effort into trying to understand it. And when I, when I really could barely understand it, I was like, okay, this is really smart because it's way beyond me. And I don't, not that I even credit, like, I don't mean to like say that I'm smart. And so if it's smart, you know, if hard for me to understand, it's like particularly smart. I, I, I just know that if it's beyond my ability to really understand, it is at least crossing some amount of threshold of being like, this is very clever or well-made or mm. it's inventing something that I don't currently understand. Um, so I'm not sure if that's like, I, I don't think you get many of those in your lifetime. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's a criteria that anyone should be leveraging uh, right. for future projects right. because I like Solana might be the one thing in my lifetime that really like blew my socks off in that, to that degree of like, I can't understand this. This is something I've never seen before. And I may never see that again. Right. Right. I didn't mean to get away from your other thought of evaluating criteria today, because I think that's a really good point, the building block thing. And I think that that really is how you illustrate to me what's so special about Solana is in the analogy. It's like, cool, what projects built on Solana are adding new Lego blocks that allow you to build different things versus Solana is just Legos at all. Like mm, you could argue yeah. smart contracts and Ethereum are that, and that's not a new idea, but uh, the functionality side of that thought, the practical element of the Lego block building in Ethereum is is not not really practical at all, just based on gas fees. So with the change of gas fees, that idea of Legos all of a sudden becomes really, really relevant. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, how many times can you invent Legos? Less times than you can come up with Lego shapes. Let's put it that way. So, or Lego pieces. So... Uh, I think, uh, I don't have anything else to add, uh, unless you do. I mean, there's, we could talk about this probably forever. We probably will periodically. I'm going to, I'm going to guess, but, uh, yeah, it's thoughts? a, it's a wild time. I'm glad we're kind of like taking a minute to kind of like touch base while like literally in mid rocket ship ride. Um, because it's, it's wild. It's been a, I mean, again, like anyone who's listened to us before knows that we're fans of Solana, um, I hopefully it's not just us shilling a coin. Hopefully no one thinks of us that, you know, views us that way. But um, I'm just really impressed by the technology of it and it's in its growth. And I don't even mean it. I don't even mean growth in price. 
I mean, like yeah. my enthusiasm towards where Solana is as a rocket ship is, is way more to do with what it what I see it building as a technology um, and how it has an impact of, of changing the world as we know it. So when and, I and talk it, about rocket ship, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and also in a very, very tangible way, you know what I mean? Like Solana is the first cryptocurrency that you and I have actively used and done yeah. things with. Like maybe yeah. I've done that once or twice on Ethereum, but like I can use my Solana. Um, yeah. And that in itself is an entirely just new, it's another level. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I, I used some DEXs on Ethereum and it was... Uh, Painful and frustrating, and actually just stopped because they couldn't. Uh, one, it was just tedious, and uh, the gas fees are crazy. And those are all things that I'm sure Ethereum's going to fix. But um, I, I uh, again, I think I, what I'm excited by is the the velocity of the ecosystem of Solana. You know, you know, I think there's a lot of cool things being built on Ethereum for sure. But I'm not seeing the same velocity. I'm not. I'm not seeing the same. You know the energy that seems to be being built up within the community around Solana. is just, it's, that's the cool place to be. Like mm -hmm. it, to me, it's not about one coin versus another. It's more like, where's the innovation taking place? Yeah. Where's the, where cool, are the people and where are the money? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I see the, the, the really creative people, the really innovative people, they seem to be gathering um, around Solana in you know in a way that you know because i do the same thing with restaurants and bars <laughs> like i'm paying attention to like where is the where's the vibe where's the interesting like place that people are gathering you know and i have the same spidey sense towards this community that's why i'm interested that's funny uh it makes sense though i mean at the end of the day understanding and, and interpreting and reading community is kind of something that is so innately human uh we all have a relationship to it, but uh, cool. We will have many more topics like this in future episodes. I think we might have a guest next week. Yeah, we're gonna do some more interviews, I think, in the near future, and I hope people enjoy them. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, cool. All right, well, thanks, Max. Good chat. Thanks, John.